My life is a perpetual nightmare. A fatal presentiment prevents my breathing. I no longer live. I've lost more than life, more than happiness, more than repose. I am almost without hope. I am hurrying a messenger to you. He will remain in Paris not more than four hours and will then bring back your answer. Write me ten pages. That alone can console me a little. You are ill. You love me. I have grieved you. You are big with child, and I may not see you. That idea confounds me. I am guilty of so many wrongs to you. I do not know how they are to be expiated. I blame you for staying at Paris. You are ill. Forgive me, my dear sweetheart. The love you have inspired in me has deprived me of reason. I shall never recover it. There's no cure for that evil. My presentiments are so sinister that I should limit myself to seeing you, to pressing you to my breast for two hours, and to dying with you. Who is looking after you? I imagine that you have called in Hortense. I love that amiable child a thousand times the more for thinking that she can comfort you a little. As for me, no consolation, no repose, no hope till my courier is back the long letter in which you explain the nature of your illness and to what degree it may be if it is dangerous i warn you that i leave at once for paris my arrival will vanquish the malady i have always been fortunate never has my fate held out against my will and today i'm hit hard with respect to what concerns me uniquely josephine how can you go so long without writing me? Your last letter is of the third of the month. Although it causes me pain, nevertheless, I keep it always in my pocket. Your portrait and your letters are always before my eyes. I can do nothing without you. I can hardly imagine how I ever existed without knowing you. Ah, oh, Josephine, if you had known my heart, would you have let all that time go by? from the 29th to the 16th without making a start could you have lent your ear to perfidious friends who might wish to keep you away from me i suspect everyone i abhor all the people around you i had calculated on your having left before and on your having been in milan since the 15th josephine if you love me if you recognize that everything depends on your keeping safe and sound Take good care of yourself. I do not venture to tell you not to undertake so long a journey in the warm weather. At any rate, if you are in condition to travel, go by easy stages. Write to me always before going to bed and dispatch your letters in advance. All my thoughts are concentrated on your alcove, on your bed, on your heart, your illness. That is what fills my thoughts night and day without appetite, without sleep, without interest in friendship, in glory, in country. You, you, the rest of the world exists for me no more than if it had been wiped out. I hold to honor since you hold to it, to victory, since it pleases you otherwise. I should have left everything to throw myself at your feet. Sometimes I say to myself, I am alarmed without reason, 
already she is recovered. She is leaving. She is left. She is perhaps already at Leon. Faint imagination. You are in bed suffering. More beautiful. More interesting. More adorable than ever. You are pale. Your eyes are languishing. But when you are recovered, if one of us should fall ill, should it not be I? Stronger and more courageous. I could have supported illness more easily. Fate is cruel. It strikes me in your person. What consoles me sometimes is the thought that fate may make you ill. But no one can oblige me to survive you. In your letter, my dear love, be careful to tell me that you are convinced that I love you beyond what it is possible to imagine. That you are persuaded that every instant of my time is consecrated to you. That never an hour passes without my thinking of you. That never has it occurred to me to think of any other woman that they are all in my eyes without grace or beauty or wit, that you, you are altogether such as I see you, that you are able to please me and to absorb all the faculties of my soul, that you have affected my entire being, that there's not a nook or corner of my heart into which you may not look, not a thought of mine, which is not subordinated to you, that my strength, my arms, my spirit are all yours, that my soul is in your body, and that the day when you should be changed or when you should cease to live would be the day of my death, that nature, the earth, is beautiful to my eyes only because you dwell there. If you do not believe all that, if your soul is not convinced, penetrated with its truth you cause me pain you do not love me there is a magnetic fluid between persons who love each other you know well that i never could endure that you should have a lover still less offer you one for me to see him and to tear out his heart would be one in the same thing and then if i could lay my hand upon your sacred person no i would never dare to do it but I would do away with myself when she who had stood to me for all that was virtue had so deceived me. But I am confident and proud of your love. Our misfortunes or ordeals which mutually prove the strength of our passion. A child adorable its mama is going to see the light of day and will pass several years in your arms. Unhappy me! A single day would make me happy thousand kisses on your eyes, on your lips, your tongue. Adorable woman, what is the secret of your power over me? I am indeed ill of your illness. I now have a burning fever. Do not keep less sample above six hours. Let him return at once, bringing the darling letter of my sovereign. Do you remember that dream in which I removed your shoes, your dress, and made you all of you enter my heart. Why hasn't nature arranged everything like that? There are many things that could be improved. 